Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Saturday Night Live. You can catch us here each and every Saturday. I'm the host, Bruce. Stu the Don, the co-host is not here tonight, and Keon is not here neither. Welcome to the show. You, like I said, you can catch us each and every Saturday. You know, it's raining like cats and dogs outside, but we, I made it. So we got somebody here representing the team that's, that's live on the air, and thanks for tuning in. So tonight, first we want to talk about um, the toy drive. You know, it ends December the 20th, where it's, it's Vox Wave and Urban Style Media. They collaborate for the second straight year, you know, for the toy drive. If you want to drop off toys, you can drop them off 47th 11, off place, Sula Merlin. You know, the deadline is the 20th. It's also, Skibo Records has a toy drive. You can drop the toys off here as well. And Bliss Productions has a toy drive. And also, Studio Don got something going on. So, you know, if y'all want to tune in or drop off toys or hygiene, anything to the kids, make sure you tune in each and every Saturday. And make sure it's here by the 20th, please. Thank you. So, um, Ben is doing here tonight by myself. And uh, the artists ain't coming, the people ain't come. You know, we're going to tune in and turn up. I got my man Shy here with me, though, so we definitely going to keep something exciting going for y'all. So the nice topic, you know, first I'd like to give a shout-out to the Hope Foundation, you know, for what they got going on, far as feeding the homeless, clothing the homeless, uh, giving the youth jobs, mentoring, tutoring, you know, different things of that nature. And they also got the um, D.C. Water. You know, I like to give them a shout out. And they got they also started a K2 movement. So shout out to Corey Knight, Terrence Davis, you know, you know, my brothers, you know, we making it happen. Shout out to uh my man Kevin, Triumphant Leaders. You know, they still got the youth football team going on called the Shibley Lions at nineteen oh one Mississippi Avenue. You know, so um if you kids wanna cheer or uh play football next year, now's the time to sign them up. So they can start, you know, get all the paperwork straight early, get that whatever fees you need. So by the time next year come around, everything will be ready to rock and roll. So tonight's topics is today's news. Today's news, I don't know where people got their driver's license from, but they need to get that shit back. People can't drive nowadays. Like, I don't know if they got it from commissary. I don't know if they got it out the, the 7-Eleven. But it's a lot of people on the road can't drive. I don't know what it is. I ain't gonna say it with the Virginians. You know the Virginians. You know, but um, it's a lot of people can't drive, and I see it every day, and it's sad because if you're not an offense or defensive driver, you'll crash your cop. Yeah, but you gotta drive defensively now, nowadays. I just let these cars go, you know, because they got some places to be, I got some places to be too. And if you're in the way, I'm out of the way so you can keep going. Or I just drive past him and hurry up and get out of the way or blow the horn. Like I had one dude today, he on this side can't go nowhere. So he just immediately cut me off and stopped and didn't look at me. They act like they're on the road, right? Like there's no other people there. These are uh, 10,000 pound vehicles. You mess up one inch, that's you. you yeah, and they fiberglass. A lot of cars fiberglass. It ain't like back in the day. Right. You know, so. Right through that windshield and everything. You can build all some that stuff. Yeah, but. You know, also on the road, stay away from cab drivers. Because yeah. <laughs> they fucking people cars up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I call them dime snatchers. That's my great, my great, well, my grandmother used to say. I am my great grandmother. <laughs> call them dime snatchers. Mm-hmm. Taking people money. You go from here to around the corner, it's $20. <laughs> I ain't mad. They trying to make a living. They got all the food. 
I mean, Uber, when they came out with that, they basically blew the cab drivers out of the business they because did. it's cheaper, it's affordable, and they on time. And that's the thing, that they on time, because the cab drivers were slack and being late all the damn time. Right? Yeah, you call a cab, he might don't show for two hours. Right, you know what I'm saying? Especially when they know they don't eat game in town on one or two or three companies in town, they get away with that shit. Right. Yeah, so Uber Lyft came in, now they got Uber Eats. Mike's be selling uh, liquor from the Uber in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad idea, huh? Yeah. They already got to drive through liquor stores. Yeah, but it's not many like it used to be. Yeah, no, I only seen one around this area. And uh, what was that, Lanham? Well, Lanham, Waldorf, yeah, uh, Marlboro Pike. Oh, okay. It's, it's, it's like two or three over there. Right, <laughs> and um, Sutner, it's one in Sutner too. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, I knew that. You know, so, I mean, and they've been there for years, so. I wonder if they're black owned, though, they ain't black owned. You know they got these laws now, you can't have so many liquor stores in the vicinity of each other and everything like that. Right. Which I understand, it makes sense, you know. And you might need to pass that along to the churches too. Church well, you know, a liquor store can't even, not even supposed to be by a church. Yeah, Or right. a club. Right, they, they have the, the ordinances. Right, right. Like Depending on depending yeah. on if you grandfathered in or yeah, not. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They have that Go Boys Club. Yeah. Kind of got to know the people to get your license to do all that stuff. You know. Yeah, but making money, man. Just out here trying to live. Yeah. So um, last week we talked about a variety of different things. Actually, um, one of the conversations where we was talking about how uh, if you are uh, two different religions. Can y'all get along together as in a relationship? Sex good, and they treat you right. Yeah, they treat you right. You know, um, I wouldn't see the problem. I mean, it might be an issue when it comes to fasting. You bring pork in the house, and I'm trying to fast, maybe got an issue. But I can deal with that. I mean, I don't eat it, so. Yeah, but but if your wife did, you know. I mean, no, I mean like, okay, if she was bacon or pepperoni or sausage, I understand that's a hard thing to get away from. Because everybody grew up off of it. And some people just chose to branch off once they stop eating pork chops or chitlins or hog mugs or... But what, but what about this, though? Does it not make a sense in your mind if you're trying to discipline yourself in some fashion that you would want your mate to also be disciplined in that fashion or try to discipline themselves in that fashion? Yeah, because, you know, a lot of people that don't eat pork, um, even in restaurants and stuff like that, don't even want you to cook. You know, I don't utensils. Yeah, and the, dish. Cause, I mean, because it is so through all that right, right, right. Yeah. So, but 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 the broader concept of that is, hey, I'm making a choice to sacrifice this or to discipline discipline myself in this this function. But then I'm gonna go outside with this loose woman or this undisciplined guy. You know what I'm saying? There's there's an imbalance there. That's I mean, what comes to a head. Okay, now let's just say you dating a vegan. And she don't eat no meat. Yeah. Or chicken or whatever. She into the whole lifestyle. Pilates and that, that whole thing. Nah, right. I like steak. I like yeah. chicken. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I don't got to eat steak or chicken every day. But I like food that's, like, I might want beef stew one night. Hey, you might want to smoke a blunt and drink, but she don't do none of that. Right. So how are y'all going to get along? There's going to be sometimes where some things overlap, but I mean, y'all got two different lifestyles. If, if you in the kitchen... And you're using certain dishes and utensils for pork, and that's what you choose to do. Yeah. Cool. That that's yours. Yeah, and this, and, and, and I'm long as you making me something over here with different utensils. Cool. Yeah. 
yeah. You know, so um. Tell her her breasts smell like pork. I mean. <laughs> I mean, I mean, she might don't eat pork, but if she doing something else, <laughs> she ain't a vegan anyway, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, you know, it's, it's it's definitely gonna be an interesting show because it's the first time I've been by myself. You, yeah. So usually we vibing. Yeah, the callers can call in at 240-719-2560 for those who are watching or paying attention. But I met a very interesting brother tonight. Um, they're trying to bring another boxing gym to the Ward 8 community or the D.C. community, period. Um, a dude named Scoop and um, Mark Tushop Johnson are collaborating, um, trying to bring another... another um, to the community. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we have a live uh person um tuning in on on the page. Let's see what's going on. What up, what up, what up? Hold up, let's see. They must have oh no, it's coming through now, I guess. I ain't never had a person tune in live while we on the air. They probably did, you just didn't know they was tuning in. They uh, watching YouTube or whatever. Yeah. But the spine odyssey, he be dropping music all the time. Tag it to my page. And I listen to it. Some of it's good. Like, you know, um, I don't think. Yeah. Well, what I do is basically right now, I'm trying to book a venue, you know, a big venue, and bring um, something else missing to the DC area, to the DC area. And um, I'm in it. Nah. It's not going to be. Rap or R&B. Oh. This one is gonna be country. Really? Yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to bring some. Uh, you know, there's a market for that too. You'd be surprised. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, right now we're in negotiations trying to bring a country show to DC. Um, I bet you that make money too. It definitely will, cause and, and the place we got it at, it holds 4,200 people. Mm. So and it's in Southeast. So um, yeah. Um, if this event goes well. Um, It'll build my brand up more, yeah. you know. Um, it'll give me more money to allocate to artists or different venues that I want to do, right. as with my company. Right, 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 so, right. Um, and then I might want to book another country show or something, another that type of show. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, we did the go-go thing where we had our chance. We won with the go-go scene for a minute. Mm -hmm. You know, things happen yeah. in people's life where road uh, travels change. I should say. Yeah. The road, the paths change. So um, now the brothers that's doing, I take my hat off to them, salute them. I know a lot of the brothers that's in, uh, promoting and booking events and all that in the area. And the thing of it is, like right now, they having a uh, awards. Uh, I want to say a Titans Award. Um, oh. Somewhere in the city. It's tonight. Oh, it's tonight. Yeah, it's tonight. I Cause me and Scott, Bam, six forty, um, yeah. Reason, Bam, and a few other people will be there tonight. Yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot the address. Um, damn, I forgot the address. But you know, um, like far as what I do with all this in the, in the community is, well, I'm trying to get a lot of brothers that's very talented. I'm trying to teach them the game, right. and I'm trying to teach brothers that okay, you got what it takes, but do you got to drive to lead the hood? 
You know what I mean? Sometimes. And they're talented too, but a lot yeah. of them don't know the path to kind of take to what to do with the music once they have it. Well, no, they make it for them to listen to in the hood because that's what they love to do. That's their craft. That's they. That's yeah. their art. That's their hobby. Like, well, they, unless somebody comes to you like a record exec or a and or something like that, you know, how do you get that music out there? Now we got the social media websites, but it's all flooded, right? With five thousand. Of course, of course. Um, I get it out. Yeah, I can help them stick out because, you know, I can get them shows in Atlanta, Houston, mm-hmm. D.C., uh, L.A., yeah. in different places, you know. And you're also about building a brand for them, too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because, basically, if they come on my label, they're going to be the brand ambassador for me. Right. Because you I'm not a rapper. Sure. You're going to make sure it go right there. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and what I've been trying, what I've been learning, because when I first started the business back in 2014, mm-hmm. I didn't know the game at all. I just had the money, and I used to be in a vision. Well, I didn't even have a vision at the time. At this time, I had a friend of mine who was, he's very talented in the music game. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, he used to always take me to the studio, and we've been rapping since the 90s together. You know, we might go in and kick a little bit, and you know, drunk or smoking the weed or whatever, back when I used to smoke, and they was very talented. So. You know, he used to take me to the studio. Then when I got my money right, one day we went to the studio. Um, it was different labels in there, different promoters, different uh, A&Rs. And my mind ain't feel comfortable signing with them for whatever reason the case may be. So he like, man, I wish you had a label um, because we can do it. And I'm like, I don't, I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> I said, but I got the money. If they teach me the game, these people that you introduced me to teach me the game, yeah. I take it on. Mm-hmm. You know, I said, because I believe in your talent enough that we can make it happen. Yeah. And in the process of doing that, uh, I got with some brothers that was teaching me, trying to, you know, take advantage of my money, you know, scamming me and different things like that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I was green and naive to the game, so. It took a while to learn, you know, get over that curve. Actually, you know, the, the entertainment circle in D.C. is small, mm. you know, so eventually, and then once you network and meet with people, eventually you're going to find out the true numbers of prices of things and yeah. what it really costs. And uh, and also, too, that I got uh, brothers that's deep into the music game mm. who was teaching me, advising me, sitting down with me, yeah. conversating with me. Kind of uh, yeah, and helping me learn the game. Mm. Not only that, I play on a computer every night, all night long, to study, to learn, to research, to yeah, market. you gotta do that. You gotta, so the artists out there, you gotta tell them to do that too, because a lot of times they don't do their own homework and research and stuff like that. And well, it was, it, it, it was a brother from here. Um, mm-hmm. He from out of the Palm Park, Lando area. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, he in Atlanta right now doing, oh, doing shows. He was on a Bobby Brown show. Yeah. Um, he was on, uh, he was behind the scenes with Love and Hip Hop, some okay. doing something. Um, he was also on the uh, Star Show with Queen Latifah, them like an extra oh, or yeah. a fill-in or something like that. So the brother gave me another avenue to distribute my music, yeah. and once he gave me that avenue, I had other brothers around me too that was hooking me up with people, setting deals up, and basically giving me other other people to, to get to know network but he was building a relationship with me and them so 
I can learn more from them because they more experienced. Like, like I'm going to give a shout out to Tiffany Gaines. You know what I'm saying? Tiffany Gaines, uh, that was one of the brothers he introduced me to. Her. We used to have conversations, and she introduced me, you know, told me some things. And she didn't even know. You know what I mean? Another brother, uh, Two Fly, Two Fly told me some things, Two Fly Records. Um, and it was different brothers in the gang, Kiata Bay, you know, and it was different brothers in the gang who schooled me to learn the music business. But yeah, but at the same time, I took the extra steps to learn the game because I knew nothing about it. And I found myself in the conversations with big time people and didn't know the game. So now they looking at me and I'm looking at them like, teach me what you know. And I got the money. Right, right. I ain't trying to pay you to teach me what you know, but I need you to put my artists in positions where we can eat. Mm. And a few brothers did that, yeah. you know. Um, and, and like I said, me starting in 2014, by 2016, we did everything with Chink Santana, Murder Moot, Coke Boy Sales, uh, Peter Pyros from the Half Knots, even though he don't do music, but you know, we've been in talks, conversations. Scarface, we put Northeast Groovers back together, did like six or seven shows with them. Oh, you know right. what I mean? Um, and I was really behind the scenes on that. My promotion team at the time was really handling all that. And you know, um, I heard so many people uh, Half Nights Radio. I used to do some stuff with this guy that did some stuff. Well, not Half Nights Radio. Peter Pyros played David on the Half Nights. Oh, oh, okay. You know, um, he's under the Tyler Perry studio in Atlanta. Yeah. And you know, he's David on the show, though. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, last time I saw it, he was in a car accident where the car blew up or something. I forgot, you know, it was it was a long time ago, but yeah, yeah. once I got in the loop, like Charlie Lowe, yeah. you know, um, I got in, I, we had a show with Charlie Lowe. Somebody invited me to come to the show and host a show as a radio host. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. And when I went to the show with Charlie Lowe to do a radio host, some of my artists was supposed to perform. Never showed. Man, um, how they do that to themselves? Never showed. So me and Shorty Lowe became real cool before he passed. Yeah. You know, and he was starting to pull this way and bring artists out this way and give them more exposure. Yeah, because DC is a good, this is a top 10 market. Yeah, you know, yeah. Consumers listening to radio and stuff like that. But so not only that, for dude, people doing shows, DC is one of the, the yeah. top 10, like yeah. I said, yeah. you know, yeah. to, to make money. Right. So um, we did a live interview with Shorty Lowe, you know, behind the scenes. Shorty Lowe really wanted us to kick it with him. He and um, got uh, too tall, was his manager at the time. Um, they wanted, really wanted us to kick it and chill with him in a hotel, but I had to go to work the next day. And I probably been up all day and was tired. Like, he, once he, he you know, when we did the interview, we had polo pajamas on. While we doing an interview, after the interview, we take a little break. He go jump in the bed and get on the phone. I said, man, I'm gone. Right. You know, I'll see you later, man. I'll call y'all. I'm gone. Right, uh, right, right. You ain't got time to hang around. You no, know, even, even later on after we, you know, did our last show with Northeast Groovers. Um, oh, that was something. Yeah, it was packed. It was at the Howard Theater, you oh, know, man. 30th anniversary. Yeah. And, you know, it, it was packed. I mean, packed. All, all the shows we did with Howard, it was pop. Yeah. Did you have any of that on film or anything like that? Yeah, I got a DVD in the house somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. got to find it. As a matter of fact, I do. I know where it's at, but I got it. You know what I'm saying? Put a little commercial together, run it before. 
Yeah, I got it. I don't know if it's on YouTube, but I, I got it. I'll bring it up. So, so you got a little bit of a following or name for yourself out here? Under, uh, 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 I got a name for myself Files under Skibo Records. Even, you know, um, my past history follows me a little bit. You know, um, and I'm not saying far as nothing cruddy or shiesty or nothing like that, but, you know, I, I come from the street, so yeah. I do have a name, you know, and then, um, before, the before yeah. yeah, but, you know, when I got into this business, I found a way to change my life, you know, because at the time when I started my record label, I had on, I was on the curry out. Me and a partner of mine, we went half on the curry out. Now, that don't sound too bad. Yeah, and. I don't Right. Right. So now you got one, you can hire us. You know yeah, we had a curry out, you know, and I did all the paperwork behind the scenes for the curry out. My man, he was the chef, you know, it, but. That don't sound like a bad idea. What happened with that? that well, it, it, it's been green once again, you know, because we jumped in a, a curry out business and a record label at the same time. Oh, wow. So, like, we was basically trying to just Drunk put out, yeah, 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 and it, it, it was draining. You know, because yeah, yeah. being green to the business world in different fields, you just can't spend money. Right. And we were just spending money uh, frivolously or recklessly, I should say, yeah. and not getting nowhere. But you learn from all of that. Of course. I do you spend so much money and then you look up and this the, the curry out still not open. Yeah. But come to find out what you've been had the whole time, you know, being took advantage of because at the time, we wasn't even supposed to pay for pay the lease until the doors open. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Then then we were supposed to took the time, but you know I stayed in there. I, I stayed in there like two years. I wrestled with the situation for like two years to carry out. You can learn a lot once you once you have to wear those hats and start doing that stuff for yourself. You really learn a lot, and now you can pass what you learned on. Right. Well, even to this day, you know our carry out name is still legit. I still got all my uh, papers for the curry out. Oh, okay. Um, you think you might do that in the future? Maybe. I'm, I'm not a cook, just like I'm not an artist. I can put it together. But, but, you, but well, that's what, sometimes it's the person that has the vision, not necessarily the talent, right. but the vision. You know what I'm saying? Right. He did he can't rap, but he's made the most money off of hip hop in yeah. any of us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How that works? Because he has a vision. But he told you he wasn't going to stop. Right. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, <laughs> When I, when I got in the music business, like I said, you know, uh, one of my first major features we did with, with, with one of my homies was we did a feature, even though we did our shows and events with different artists, mm -hmm. but at the time, you know, things was happening and people's personal life and different stuff like that, where we could have did a lot more features with all the people that I named yeah. and, the, and the ones I forgot to name, yeah. you know, because um, we was in the spots with people, they was ready to leave and go straight to the studio. You know what I mean? But different things happen. Yeah. And what really got me into, even with the radio, what got me to even being a radio host, i never forget it. Um, shout out to First Lady. She was with Listen Vision. You know, she's having a show on Friday nights. And we, I reached out to her to get my artist some interview, you know, some interview time, some exposure. Yeah. And, and it was Howard Homecoming. So when I went to the show, when I went to the show, <coughs> you know, I'm sitting in the show and it's just me and her and my artist ain't show. 
even when I booked my artists for the Howard Homecoming and the uh, BET Awards down there with Ben Collins and them for, uh, they ain't even want to go. So it was like, it was a lot of different situations where different artists was supposed to show up. And it's not like I just popped it up on them. I was giving them heads no, up, I'm giving them time to get their money right and all this, get our money right. They talk all that stuff in the booth, but then when it comes actually getting out there and being on stage, it's, you know, sometimes it's Well, actually, um, at the time, you know, one of my exes, you know, she had something going on with um, Grand Hustle. And she was also one of my managers for my label, which caused a whole lot of confusion. That's a whole nother story. But she she signed uh, which is a homie now, but at the time I really didn't know the guy. A uh, BAM six forty. Oh yeah. Yeah, she signed BAM six forty and under my label. So I had to get to meet him, get to know him yeah, and different yeah. things like that. And how we met is because one of my homies introduced me to him when he was up. Uh, go go radio, yeah. and it's like man, his bam dude. He been in the game for a minute. He, you know, he do this, he do that. Mm -hmm. He trying to interview on the radio show, so I'm like, cool. Yeah. So bam came out southeast to meet me. Mm -hmm. We sat down and talked, and I was like, damn, you know what? So then we went on the radio show, yeah. and and after that, after my first encounter with Listen Vision, I ended up getting interviewed. For the for listening vision because it was just me and her there. It wasn't even like your artist, but you know, in fact you are artist or the artist label. You know right, what I'm right. So there's a lot to talk about with that. Yes, it is. Um, you know, like like I said, when I first went on Listen Vision and got interviewed, that kind of broke my shell. Yeah. So then you know, um, after that, I went on the show with Bam. Was a part of his show. You yeah. know what I mean? Got to learn the ropes and learn from them. You know, Bam, Renee Wild, Pebbles. Right. Right, right. So yeah. once I saw that and then I saw people could be they self. They could you be themselves. You yeah. didn't have to really put on an image. Right. I was right. like, man, I could do this. Mm -hmm. So I, that's how I got on Bam show. Right. You know, and then it went from that to me leaving Bam show, getting my own show. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then it, it you know, uh no, actually. No. You were still it, doing the label thing at this time. I'm still doing the label thing. Yeah. So actually it went from, no, it went from me leaving BAM show to all us that was together, we separated and we started another radio show. Oh. And it, it was a lot of issues going on, internal issues um, that I really don't even remember. Yeah. But it was time to move on. Uh, we felt ourselves growing in one direction and some people's growing in another direction. Yeah, so we went and got our own radio show, and then it became a control thing and a few other issues, and there was some other stuff going on internally again. So then I said, you know what? Let me get my own radio show. Yeah. You know, and so that's what I did. So once I got my own radio show, I learned the ropes, learned part of the game, and just kept it going. So then I brought Skibo Records into the, the radio show and incorporated all of it together. But some of the things that we offer as Skibo Records is we offer management, marketing, promotion, distribution, artist development. We got some choreographers on deck. We got some voice trainers on deck. We distribute artist music. Um, we got some publishers. If y'all need a book published, if y'all need advertisement on a radio show, you can advertise your, your small business or your song or whatever on our show. You got to contact me at Skibo underscore records. 
on IG, you know, uh, Skibo Records on Facebook, and uh, SoundCloud, Reverb Nation, uh, DMV Life. You know, um, we got songs. We got songs in like a thousand places. You know, um, a lot of it didn't blow the way it was supposed to blow because the artist drive, the artists wasn't hungry as they supposed to be. Yeah. You know, you think because you do a song with Scarface, you're not supposed to promote yourself. I understand you promote it to your friends yeah. and all that, but you really got to push it because, yeah. and like the homie Face told me, he said, man, this y'all project, whatever y'all make from off me getting on this, that's on y'all. He said, but, you know, if y'all make some millions, then I'll come back in the picture, but first I got to see what the artists do before I put myself out there as far as helping them promote. Yeah. yeah. He said, now, if y'all show, if the artist show me that he's really pushing it, I'm behind it. But if y'all, if he not gonna promote it, I mean promote it, push it, we, it's gonna that, tell. That's the difference between the, you know, the two clocks and the people like that in the world, because they had like incredible drive. Whatever you think about the music, you know that they was gonna be out there shouting their name, shouting their brand to the fullest. To the fullest. And you guys, don't get me wrong, you got a lot of DMV artists that's doing that. Yeah. You know, I can name like Bam Six Forty, and the State Snake, yeah. OG Pranner, uh. Uh, uh, Wild Boy Raw, you know, uh... I feel like my man Shy Glizzy. Yeah, Shy, you know, um, I mean, it, it's so many names, you yeah. know, like my man, um... Oh, dang, what's my man? Like BDR, for example. Uh, what's my man name? Um, man, I forgot the man name, that's crazy. But it's a lot of artists that's really building their brand and promoting themselves, and they not letting nothing, like Pinky, they not letting nothing stop them. Garvey, you know, just to name a few people, they like they not let nothing stop them, and they they doing what they supposed to do, right. with no help. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They building their own brand. Mm. Like prime example, you got a, a record label in the area called um, Team Hardcore. Mm. They been out 17, 20 years. They got a lot of artists under their label, um, and I. Well, they they do all that. They do all that. Um, I don't know how far they got in the game, but we offered an invitation for them to come on the show. We offer all artists an invitation to come on the show. You and know, you, know you can get us on the studios too. You know, to come in if you if you got a relationship and a chance to come. You know, because they, the artists have to go somewhere to record. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't mind doing that. You know, I like bringing everybody in the loop. Everybody need they shine. Yeah. Without without the the, the studio. Yeah. Yeah, without the studio, the videographers. But how you gonna write? So that's, that's a part of the puzzle that's important. Yeah. And really, a lot of the money with the bigger labels got soaked up in the studios. You know what I'm saying? So if you got signed to a major, major label and you thought you was making all that money, but really the studio's getting that money all these Money charge for tile, distribution, yeah. uh, uh, campaigning, marketing, promotion. Right. Right. You know, mixing and mastering <laughs> for the bridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, they they charge for everything, but so nowadays, though, you know? yeah, but see nowadays, what I respect about a lot of engineers and producers today, mm-hmm. they make it affordable so everybody can come. Yeah, because they're gonna the eat regardless. Once you can get your digital to your workstation at home or on your little laptop, right, like that, right, you can get Fruity Loops and make Fruity Loops or Pro Tools a lot more. Yeah. Uh, SFL, you know. Right, you know, all those, and they they are programs that used to be real cheap, but now that, you know, saying they're robust, you can do a lot of stuff with them, multi-tracking, you can have a whole studio in your little basement. 
Yeah, and now, mixing it, I would suggest you take it to somebody that does that. Even for the, well, you got a lot of people that say they mix and master. And they, they the same. And, and I done been to a studio where my artist went in there and she sung her ass off. When I say she sung her ass off and her song was hot, yeah. I knew it was going to be a hit. Yeah. I said, this is how I took it out of the hood right here. Right, right. <laughs> but when they mixed and mastered it, it didn't translate. I was looking like, what the the, is this? A, mix, a good mix of a song can make a break a song. You know what I'm saying? Like you, can have, like you said, a good song, but it's mixed like, and nobody wants to hear it. Or you can have a, a bad song, but it's just mixed real thing. I've been in the studio mm -hmm. where my man was recording the artist. She couldn't sing a lick. Mm. By the time he finished, she sounded like Mariah Curry. Right, right, right. You know how to put the bells and whistles on there. He sounded like, she sounded like Mariah Curry, and I heard, I'm like, man, who was that? Yeah. He looked at me and shook his head like, <laughs> I'm like, and I'm like, what's up? He like, man, I'm like, oh, shit. So when he broke it down to him, I was like, damn. Right, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But even, even with videographers, you got a lot of brothers who are spending their own money, getting their own equipment, yeah. and making it happen. Yeah. But when it comes to editing, oh boy. it's a whole different ball game. Yeah, you kinda gotta be dedicated, cause it's gonna be a little intense, it's gonna take some time, some concentration. You know? Yeah, and it, it gotta be, like, don't give me a bootleg video if I was a rapper. <laughs> Unless I asked for that, or that's all I can afford. Or if that was the budget that you Yeah, or that's all I can afford, don't, right, you, you know. Yeah, or oh, don't give me a a three a 3D video with a terrible song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where well, I got the best video in the world, but the song's some garbage. <laughs> well, that's what they were saying about, you know, like Soldier Boys and people like that. Now, when people like them came out, the music wasn't so great, but the marketing was spectacular, right? So you had ringtones. Nobody was doing ringtones then. You know what I'm saying? And he yeah. came, he got so much so, where he still don't have no good music out, but his, his name's still kind of out there relevant. Yeah, yeah, um, you got a lot of guys, even like Neo. Yeah. I mean, just to name a few that's talented in the music business, but you got brothers that's really behind the scenes in the studios eating good. Yeah, you because, know, because a lot of times there's a team that pushes that out yeah. and gets it together. So you come in and sing it, but somebody has to mix it, and then you got to master it and all that stuff. But right? one thing I respect what Tupac said, What's that? and I, I would never forget, Tupac said when he go in the studio, he don't have no beats in mind. He don't even have a beat to the song. Yeah, he just he go in there and freestyle his yeah, songs. Yeah, everybody can't do that, though. Don't, don't, yeah. let, don't let them think they, cause nah. they, they be trying to But no, he will go in there and, and, like, he used to give the outlaws, like, a minute or two to get a, get some verses together, get 16 together or whatever. Yeah. And if they wasn't ready, they couldn't get on that song. So whoever was ready, ready. they could get on the song. Whoever wasn't, see you on the next one. Right. And he would go in there with no beat and just go. Right, right. Because he had his own beat in his head. And in the mind, he could do that. But, but not a lot of people can do that. Right, but what made him so great, and you would notice on a lot of Tupac's albums, he got a lot of the same lyrics with different beats because he had to find the right person to put that beat together with his music. You know, he was able to get into the feeling of a song as well. So his lyrics weren't as intricate as the rival Biggie or somebody like that. But it had a feeling about it that you couldn't deny. It. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. It was kind of raw essence. And right. that's where he was because you didn't have to necessarily come up with a dictionary of words when you were in the booth. Right. You know. But that was his thing. 
And so nowadays, how that translates? Because once that started, niggas come to the studio all the time, and they'll they'll pay, they'll pay for an hour, but it'll take forty five minutes to get their lyrics down. When you in, the, when you, you see what I'm saying? Damn time slots is important. It's important, right? right? And if you know that, and you know you on a budget, then you need to have your stuff memorized. By the time you get in there. Well, like me, I know, me personally, I normally at least lead two hours. That's because what I'm, saying, oh, book two hours all the time. I'm not no rapper. I might, you might catch me on a night when I've been drinking or just feeling myself, I might spit something. Yeah. But by the time you cut the equipment on and say repeat that, I don't even remember what I just said. So, so, so there's two things going on here. Some people just want the experience. They don't, they say they want to take from the scene, but really they just want to be in the booth, talk about some shit they have in their life so they can get that off their chest. And I understand that too. I saw them experience, right? They come to the studio. Uh, and, I, and I respect that, you know. Um, they won't say that though. They'll be like, "Yeah, I'm coming, coming to make a song," but they haven't done all the kind of. They don't even know what beat they want. Right? I, I respect the artist who go in there and share his life story or share what he been through, mm-hmm. or, or give it to us raw. Right. But right. it's even with that, it's a thin line. Because it might not be polished. Right. N- not just that, but. It's a thin line because when you actually talk about certain crime events in your songs that oh, yeah. really happen, yeah. now you tipping. Now you you drawing a line where it's on some hot shit and, yeah. and, and you exposing too much shit. Have one nigga come in, say some shit about the next nigga that's getting ready to come in to move right. right to, you know what I'm saying? And I have to be like, I ain't got nothing to do with that. They're like, man, that nigga just say talk about me. Well, look, it's a song, you know. So but that's good promotion. Because now you got them battling on the mic together, going yeah. at each other, and then you make them a song together. So well, now you got, yeah, yeah. So like, nah, you make them battle together on the jump, and then you put them together on a song. Or like a mixtape thing, and, and you know what I'm saying, yeah. type shit. Yeah. Okay. And the, but the same beat, same hook, everything, and make them work. Yeah. And then I that mean, way. Pac did that with, uh, with some of the things he's doing. Yeah. yeah. You know, and Biggie did it too. I'm not gonna take nothing away from him, but mm-hmm. back in them game, like artists, we got some talented brothers and uh, brothers and sisters in the city. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can sing, rap, dance, yeah, you name it. And and so I sit with myself in my little bit of studio as a conduit for them to, you know, express all that, and perhaps you too with the label and everything like well, that. Well, I definitely need to come because I got people that call me all the time, and I take them to the normal places that I'm more familiar with. Yeah. And I forgot all about you had a studio. Yeah, it's not major, just a little thing. But yeah. I, I can I can identify with the studio life and concerns you may have coming in and out of there dealing with artists and stuff like that. Well, well, this would get me. Yeah. They want to go. A lot of people like you know because you can find me on uh, and you can Google me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then when the people call me and, and they interested in things, when it's time to go to the studio, it disappears. Or, or this this another kicker that gets me about artists, because I'm a label, I'm supposed to pay for video, studio, uh, your photo photo shoot, your clothes, your car, your food, whatever. I don't give a fuck you sell dick ass. I'm just saying they say on the on the you know they be on the radio. Yo, I got big body this, I got that. Well, nigga, pay for the studio time, man. Right. You you got it. You you Instagram rich, but you broke for real. And if you got some money, it's probably the plug money that you, right. you know that he threw to you. Yeah, so you, you out here perfect, yeah. <laughs> you got a money bag, but it belong to him. Right, that's even your money. Yeah. So, um, but definitely, I, for, I definitely forgot, shy about the, that you had the studio. <laughs> it's all good, man. 
Yeah, I forgot. So now I know. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? You got some artists you want to work with. And, and I definitely do. I, I definitely my, do. My price is uh, real uh, generous. You know what I mean? Yeah, I definitely do. Um, I got, I got actually, truthfully, when a person think about signing to my label, mm -hmm. the first thing that they ask me is, what can I do for them that I ain't doing for myself? And at first, I'm like, what you doing for yourself? And then when they run down to me, I'm like, shit, but you, you really don't need me. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, well, can you do this or can you do this or do you know about this? Or you like, can't be in two places at once. Like when I ask an artist, what's an ISWC or an ISRC or a UPC or a BDS or mm -hmm. when I go down or uh, artist license or on stage performance license or when yeah. I start running down to them and they be like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> right, you know, right. what, what you talking about? They this, don't know what they don't know. Right. Mm -hmm. So, the, okay, well, you need me then. Yeah. This is what I can offer that you don't have. That you, yeah. You know what I mean? This, the, I'm, at the end of that, it's that knowledge. Even, you right. know what I'm saying? Even though you make a hit together, you still learn and gain, you know, knowledge. But a lot of artists don't even know about sound exchange mm -hmm. or don't even know about royalties or don't even know about you may if you if you push your video mm -hmm. and it's organic on YouTube or World Star or whatever, and you reach over a certain number, you're supposed to get paid. As, as long as you ain't copyright infringing or anything like that. Right. Your right. But anything over uh, a thousand views is seven dollars. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So That's if right. if 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 you on YouTube and you got over a thousand views, how do you collect your seven dollars that they owe you? Yeah, they not gonna send you nothing. <laughs> they not gonna send you nothing. Right. How you know your music ain't getting played around the world? Right. If you don't have a, a, a personal team tracking Check your music, because when your music is uh, registered uh, with SoundScan and different places, yeah. uh, uh, Sound Exchange, SoundScan. Maybe, maybe not. Well, it I mean, everybody, everybody's situation different. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, like. It might be a, because you know Nielsen Sound Scan. Right. You know what I mean? You might got to register some stuff with them or Sound Exchange. You might got to register some stuff with them. Yeah. Where you got to give up the catalog number, the UPC, the ISRC code, the mm -hmm. ISWC codes. Like, it's you got to have a lot of stuff when, it's because. Like it's industry. This is how the industry works. Yeah. Because when, if your music getting played somewhere in the world or country, mm -hmm. when it go through that computer system, and them numbers pop up in that system, yeah. you're supposed to get paid. Right, right. That's how they're able to keep up with TV shows and and uh, movies and YouTubes and different things like that. They get money off of your content because if they have a channel or something like that, they've got commercials or people or sponsors that pay them. Right. And they'll have your, but they'll have your content on your, their platform. So you need to get paid, like you said, from that content that you right. have. Every time they advertise, market, and promote my brand, mm -hmm. I'm supposed to get paid for it. Right, right. Or yeah. guess what? I can shut it down or soon. Well, that's how that's what the white man does. You know, I ain't trying to make it like, but they, they know how to get their money. I was watching. Uh, because uh, one thing about it, yeah. we strong individuals as I race of people. Yeah. You know, but sometimes that's we get ignorant. We get ignorant to the fact of a lot of things, or we get lazy, or settled, or mm -hmm. complacent, or comfortable. All that. Right. You know what I mean, and, and like, like I got some brothers, I got some brothers and sisters, man, where I'm from, that's very talented. I put everything I love, I stamp it. Mm -hmm. 
they very talented from all angles. You know what I mean? It might sound like Pac, might sound like Scarface, might sound like Drake, might sound like the Migos, might, and they talented. Nah, but the thing of it is, um, because if they're not walking that road themselves aggressively, I mean, what can you do for them? You can encourage them, but I can't run with you on that. Well, they believe, they believe me and they love what I got going on Mm -hmm. and and they supportive, but I'd rather show them than tell them. So my whole thing is, okay, these are my accomplishments. This is what I did. I come in the game. I wasn't even home two years last time I had a career on the record label. Wasn't even home two years. Mm. You know, um, shout out to the homies who made sure they was trying to push me in a better direction. No, that's all right. You know, um, just up right back in, you know yeah, and, and, you know, the homies wanted to see me do something better for myself. They knew the old me, they knew the new me. You know, and, they, and most importantly, you wanted to see your, yourself do something yeah, better. Yeah, because I knew what I was into don't last long. So I was looking for something, some, a way to direct my money to keep the doors open, like Curry out. Mm-hmm. It, you know, and you know you're not the only one, right? I was yeah. doing, we was doing, actually we was doing seafood, soul food, and hookups. 24 oh, hours right. a day. Do a little catering in there too? That's yeah, right. it was 24 hours a day. Mm. And what happened was, it didn't pan out that way. Mm. You know, um. Sometimes it'd be real thin margins dealing with that type of stuff. Well, nah, it, it, it's all on your team. Mm-hmm. See, okay. by me being a solo, dolo type of dude, a lot of people, I don't let a lot of people in my circle. Right. Whether it's business or pleasure, like I don't let a lot of people in my circle. I'm very private. That's less uh, opportunity to be disappointed. <laughs> That's me. That's why. You know what I'm saying? Well, I've been burnt. And I'm going to say what I mean by burnt is that when I alert certain family members in my circle, alert certain people in my circle, um, I found out the hard way of how people can do you. Yeah. Even though I learned it first at home, you right. know what I mean? Um, but I found That'd out. That'd be the toughest lesson. You be like, you like, I grew up with you. We was at the same table with you. You gonna do this for me too? Yeah, this, yeah. This and I, that's with certain family members coming to play or, you know, they stole something from you yeah. or and sold that's something. That's or. learn, you know, because yeah. I got a family that's wild and I got to live with these people. I got to love them, but at the same time, I got to keep a comfortable distance because I know how my sister can be. Oh. Also, too, uh, I want to give a happy birthday shout out to my father. Rest in peace, man. Um, you know, yeah. rest in peace, man. You live your life to the fullest. We had ups and downs. Still, my big homie. You know, my father. Um, and, and at the end of the day, it's your birthday, man. I hope you ever in heaven or wherever you at, doing what you do best. Right. You know what I mean? Because he's an OG in the game. He got a lot of love and know a lot of people who've been in. The, Penitentiaries forever, yeah. you know. Well respected dude, you know. Um, well, you making him proud. You know, yeah. So, you know, life, life, like when we have kids and when we have um, step kids or whatever. Mm-hmm. Not saying we perfect. Not yeah. saying that we have the um, say so or know it all about stuff. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, regardless of what I'm doing or how I'm moving. I'm teaching you drive, teaching you motivation, teaching you independence, teaching loyalty, teaching you discipline, teaching respect. I'm teaching you the basics of life. I'm right. told, I'm teaching you about morals, principles, and values. Like, regardless of what. So, if I have a child, I'm leaving a legacy behind for them to fulfill. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? You, you, you really don't know, but you do have children that look up to you. You of know course. what I'm saying? People in the community. Of course. They watch you. So of if course. you're out there saying one thing on the side of your neck and doing another thing, they'll see that. Of course. You know what of I'm course. saying? Of course. And they, they very, uh, mm-hmm. uh, what's the word? Inquisitive. Yeah. They very inquisitive and they very alert and aware and they paying attention at all times. Yeah. So you can't pull the water over these kids' eyes and think they don't know. They don't know. Like, they, they pay attention to everything. Because, you know, we mentor kids to the kids. Yeah. And, you know, we have them, uh, especially dealing with football, basketball, boxing, mm-hmm. you know, cheerleading and things like that. Like, and then they come from the hood. So they be like, let me look. They look at you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he on that bullshit. I ain't <laughs> Or, or they might look at you and be like, okay, cool, yeah, he good dude, but we still watching. Right. You know, and at the end of the day, when I had kids, I want to leave a legacy behind. Yeah. I want to set a platform where it's though, just like I set a platform for these artists. I want to set a platform where it's though, they got a better way. They got another way out. They got something where they can gravitate to and grow from and learn from and yeah, succeed. Yeah. Right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's... it's not everybody's gonna uh, well, take that out of it. Like a scholarship fund or something like that, you know what I'm saying, to uh, encourage people. But I, you know, the square one of that is to make more money, huh? Well, you I, I, I'm gonna give you this, uh, now, and this is real talk. If I could set up a scholarship fund for kids in the hood, I would. But I, I if I set it up right, right now, I'm keeping the scholarship money. <laughs> Yeah, because I need a house on the hill <laughs> with a white picket fence yeah. and a, a Lamborghini outside. You can't do nothing for nobody else. Until you, you get yourself straight. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, um, we got, um, like I said, I work with the Hope Foundation. Yeah. You know, I work with reentry programs. I work with, um, like I did something with Nick Cannon and Dr. Muhammad. That's my man, too, Nick Cannon and Dr. Muhammad. That's and right. prof- uh, Dr. Gray, Gay, excuse me. Dr. Gay, all them from Howard University, yeah. Dr. Trulia, you know, and, and different professors from Howard University and oh, University of Virginia. And now, I heard that a lot of times with the, the social workers and people that go into the community, they get these grants and then they put, you know, they have people maybe talk to people in the community, but they don't really have them connect with the people in the community. Well, the connection come in is that if a person ain't been in your shoes, or going through what you're going through, how can they relate to you? Yeah. How, how a person teaching me about not to get high on drugs if he never got high on drugs at all? You don't know what it is to crawl the walls at 12 o'clock at night trying to get a fix. Or scrape the carpet or whatever. Yeah. yeah. How, how, how can you teach me about not to be on drugs if you never got high? Or, or, or if you got something to say about it, I might not be listening because I've already turned you off right. thinking that you don't know what you're talking about. Right, right. And how can you give me a 12-step a program mm-hmm. and you ain't even been through the first one? <laughs> how you going to admit that you are addict mm-hmm. and you ain't never hit a drug? Right, right. You no. might be addicted to some other stuff that you're admitting to, but you ain't <laughs> went through this. Coffee. Yeah, <laughs> or candy or sex or whatever, but yeah. but they got, got programs for that, sex programs <laughs> and all that. Yeah, they do. But how can I, how can like, a lot of people get disconnected because attention span is short. Yeah. It's like an elevator pitch. If you don't grab a person within the first 30 seconds, mm. they tune in and gone somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like 
if they don't respect your niche or your brand or your hustle or your grind or who you are as a person or what you're trying to build for your, your family or you know what legacy you're trying to set up for the future, mm -hmm. they gone. Right, right. Now, if they young and dumb, if you're talking about Molly, Coke, Dope, Weed, Boat, uh, fast cars, bitches and hoes, they, they with it. Yeah, right. you got the attention then. Yeah, you with it. Mm -hmm. Big ass, I got big ass guns with 200 rounds on it, 300 rounds. They like, oh shit, what's up? Yeah, right. I like that shit. Play that shit again. Social. Mm -hmm. I might don't. I might don't uh, like hanging in crowds. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm always about the people. I'm always for the people. Mm -hmm. My prophet told me it's uplift and raise a nation to, to teach a nation to save themselves. Yeah. And I mean, when I'm say save themselves, teach them to think so they can save themselves. Yeah. If, if you know, um, and, and like my prophet told me, you know, because I, I follow Noble Drew Ali. I'm most American, so. Yeah, um, you know, I try to stand on my 45. I try to give them 90 degrees, Chattering my teeth, like days. ducking and running and dodging and trying to figure out how to stand and then going hard in the paint. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like because you're gonna be challenged as a as a black male out here. Uh, no question. And as a male, you just, you just going to, and it's gonna come from your own community too. A lot no of question, definitely, because um, our Asiatic brothers and sisters are, are more critical, uh, more. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Um, they more judgmental okay. or, or more, more more to criticize, you know what I mean? Like, don't pull the weeds out my backyard when you got your own weeds in your backyard. Yeah. Don't pull out my damn false when you're not perfect neither. Well, you know, it's style with you. Like you. Pull out your damn falls and then come, you know. against us I'm not gonna say oppressors I'm not gonna say the other I'm not gonna say that race I'm not gonna say none of that you don't want the focus to be on a particular crowd, crowd or, yeah, 
or, 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 um, or, or race or particular nationality, nationality. I should say. Yeah. Um, Even though we know. Yeah, we know, um, but we're not going to put point the fingers at nationalities or races or whatever. We'll take that out of the conversation for a second. No, nah, hold up, though. No, nah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay. Um, we, we, like, we'll kill each other off for some stupid shit. For some stupid shit. You, my pride, you know, that pride or you trying to impress somebody or make a name yeah. for yourself or you want to get stripes off this nigga because mm-hmm. it's just something to do or you pray on a week like an animal in the you know, yeah. jungle. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of different variables with that. And it's like, at the end of the day, how can we uplift and uplift our people as a nation? How can we get our people to come together and unite as a nation? How can we stop getting these snake-ass niggas, I ain't gonna bite my tongue, yeah. whether you male, female, you know regardless of what race you is. But they don't get no training. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was Big Mama's not in the neighborhood no more. And the older males and, and females ain't disseminating Listen. how to act. Where we come from, it wasn't no walking, talking, singing rest, rapping rest. It wasn't no... Uh, mm-hmm. big eyes as a team. Mm-hmm. If we was one hood, we ate as a team, we moved as a team, we operated as a team, and we moved out as a team, like yeah. the Navy SEALs. Huh. Nowadays, it's sets of cliques and circles and right. different organizations. And I ain't mean for Crip Blood, Mietta, Latin King, GD, Vice Lord, uh, whatever, you name it. Yeah. Different street, whatever, crew, set. Nah, but you got you got to realize it's different more science sets. Mm, okay. You might got 71, 78. See, because some of them are the Prophet Nubi Juwali mm-hmm. and, and recognized Prophet Marcus Garvey. Oh, okay. You know, okay. not Prophet, but forerunner, well, like John the Baptist. The so, you know. Some people follow different names like Timothy Dingle Eel or uh, Elihu Pleasant Bay or just to name a few, um, and it's nothing wrong with they teachers, but if you're not conscious and standing on your solid foundation, mm-hmm. you can be misled astray. You yeah. could be run them up. You could be had, bamboozled, bushwhipped. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's all on, like, it's all on your mentality as a person. It's all on where early you come in. Mm-hmm. How can you serve different God? How can you serve one God if you on? 50 drugs. Yeah, that makes sense. That means you serving everybody, every every drug you deal with. This thing, I know, but they, okay, they tell us, well, we didn't grow the cotton seeds, we didn't bring it in the hood and everything like that. So there is that aspect of it, too, you know, where the community may be being preyed upon by others that have power in the community, you know, so they can uh, keep them subjugated. Well, I mean... Everybody got a crutch. Every man, everybody got a uh, something they're addicted to. And I don't care if it's a dolphin, crackhead, weedhead, Molly, perp, zany, lean, whatever. Yeah. Um. Everybody got something because we don't never know a person's background. We don't never know a person's history. I don't care if we've been in the streets with them forever. We don't never know the experience and what they've been through and what's going on in their life 
present day. If you don't have a show enough, we say that's my big brother, I can confide in him and talk to him, you won't know. So by the time you get with them and try to catch up with them and relate to them and break that shit down and communicate, they high. And they looking at like, they, they looking at like, I'm getting some money, I'm trying to work, kill, rob, steal, whatever the case may be. You in a way. <laughs> nah, you in a way. Yeah, yeah, right. And then, this is a, a time in life where, and I hate to say this shit, because this shit is sad, but you got rats, snitch ass niggas, that get more love than real niggas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I hate to say that shit like, you know what I mean? I ain't throwing no names. I ain't sold no, nobody down. That's business. their business. Right. I don't give a fuck. Well, I try to keep my business as separate as If you can. took a 5K1 or whatever you did, yeah. or, or whatever the, the numbers is, or whatever it is, you know what the fuck you did. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's like, how can I trust you? You just told on the minute you used to run with and be with. How can I trust you? Right. You know what I mean? How can I respect you? How can I... Nigga, you did some credit shit, he bust your ass. How can I respect you if you told on him? Mm-hmm. How can I even, uh... Well, it was no OD's in the street, kind of, then you told some fed time in there, niggas was gonna snitch. It's, it's OG's in the street, but the youngest made it so hard for the OG's where a lot of OG's got families. Yeah. A lot of OG's got something to go home to. Yeah. A lot of OG's got something to lose. Yeah. And they not trying to risk that to teach these youngest nothing. Because at the end of a given day, when you go in the hood or the saddle or wherever you from, mm-hmm. them youngers ain't putting you on point no more. Yeah. So you out there because you love your hood, your homies, and you fucking with these niggas, and some niggas come through and drop 200 rounds. Mm-hmm. Those ain't got no names. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, but you in the blind because the homies ain't put you on point. They, right. they ain't so the OG's them. like, man. I'm going home to my daughter or my son or my cat, dog, bird, squirrel, whatever. That's what it was for me. You know, I used to have, when I was hustling the rule, I said, if they ain't fucking with my money, then I'm not going to. Niggas that can get out there and start walking about anything. And then there came times where they fucked with my money, and I had to make a, 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 a choice. I'm going to kill these people, go down a certain route, or try to get some sort of revenge or something, or am I going to say, you know what, there's got to be a better way. And... There were other people in my life, older people, that I've, I've seen make some good money. You know, I mean, the, the biggest drug dealer in my hood was getting kilos. You know what I'm saying? Right. But he gets caught, goes to jail for 10 years. Right. That come with the game. Now, I, it come with the game, but what if you're not in that game? I got brothers and cousins that went to school, graduated, and now they ain't got to worry about the police knocking on their door. Nah, no. No, I mean, that's well, true that's, to an extent. To, 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 but you can have a brother that do everything you just said. Yeah. Call with a bag of weed, which we know is illegal. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know it's legal. And get get 10 years. When it's a law say that, man, he can have under uh, 56, 56 grams in D.C. Right, right. But you get caught with a bag of weed, now they try and give you 10 years for a bag of weed. Bag of weed because it's bagged up and they talking about distribution. Yeah, the possession. Yeah, the all. Distribution, possession, and all that. So, like, no, they don't. See, the one thing about the justice system that young black males feel to realize, it's a business. If we don't lock you up, we don't eat. 
this is what I try to tell the officer because they kept pulling profile and me and pulling me over. They, they do that. It's called stereotyping. Yeah, but but then they'll give me a ticket and I gotta pay that, and I'm like, I can't keep affording this. Guess what? Because yeah. they had to make a certain quota for the month. That's what I tell them. This is what they tell. I tell them, no, that ain't true. We every time we write a ticket, we gotta pay some money too. Yeah, they. The that, one thing about it, I'm not saying every police is the same, but these motherfuckers crooked too. Yes, they are. That, and that, and, and that, it's a fraternal order. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's, it's a union with that shit. Yeah. But the reason why I'm home right now and speaking to you right now because of crooked police. Mm. If they wasn't for the crooked police, right. I would have never been in a situation of lost what I lost and yeah. had to rebuild my credit and my foundation and my structure and everything I lost. You see what I'm saying? They were trying to take you and no black male out of the community. Because I'm a threat. Because I'm an educated black man that knows a lot of things. Yeah. You know, um, I don't speak on a lot of other stuff. You know, when they come up here and talk about whatever I speak on it. Yeah. But I'm very educated and I keep my mouth closed. Because the prophet told me always to do this. <laughs> yeah. They need to know that shit. They need to know that shit. And, and at the same time, what he meant by that is you're supposed to each one teach one. You're supposed to uplift the nation. You're supposed to give them a three-step ladder or a 12-step ladder for growth. You're supposed to give them a game 360 degrees to teach them to stand on their own. But why have you got to go through all this hell, get locked up with some more stuff to find some sort of uh, discipline in our lives? You know? Because, and then they're going to break your ass down. They're going to feed you fucked up. They're going to run you through the mud. And... Only thing that's your best meal is a hookup. Mm. Your best meal is Debbie's and chips and cookies and cakes. Uh, shit to uh, fuck uh, your body up. Your right. best meal is everything that's not healthy for you. Mm. But if you go eat their food, their best meal is to fuck with your dick, fuck with your pussy, fuck with your feelings and emotions, putting saltpeter yeah. in your food. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, their whole plan is to destroy the black race or the Asiatic race. You see how they did the Native Americans? The Native Americans don't even know they don't even exist no more. You know, so they exist, they but the the yeah. reason why they got the pool that they got right now, why is that? Because they disown the black people or the Asiatic people. Yeah, they 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 have some, but there was a whole lot going on. Like nobody told them when them white folks got off the boat that they was going to do this. <laughs> like, you know, you know why? It's called Caucasian people in the world, and I might be going a little uh, far-fetched, I should say. I mean, the, the evidence is everywhere they went on the planet. No, do Caucasians got melanin in their skin? I say no. I say no, they're from Caucasus Mountain, somewhere down there. But Bingo. They, but, but, but nowadays, everybody's mixed up. You know Bingo. What I'm I mean, because they migrated and, and integrated. And integrated. You know, um... Hold up. No, hold up. The Moors or the Asiatic or the black people, however you want to say it, mm-hmm. you know, but we know black according to science means death. Yeah, and we science. No, according to science in the Webster Dictionary, first through fourth uh, dictionary. But I wouldn't accept that title on the, to, to me, you know, because I had to hear that when I'm coming up. Black is, is terrible. Black is, is this. And, and black according to science means death. A black, um, black is basically naive, green, 
don't know anything in laws. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, and people call themselves, man, I'm a black person. I'm a this and I'm that. I'm a nigga. Oh, you come from the Western, the West Nile River? Because the Negro is, see, Negro color, black, Ethiopian, all that. Ethiopian means something divided. Negro color and all that, something divided. I mean, like, it, these are, they, they put, give us certain uh, nationalities or titles. That's a good way to put it. Titles to degrade us or belittle us or to classify us. Just like if your area code is whatever, and you give up a local, any city, ghetto, neighborhood area. Yeah, yeah, your insurance is higher in that ghetto than it is in the suburbs. Mm, mm, mm. You know why? Because in the suburbs, they got garages to park their car. Mm. Plus, they got security that come with the car. And the insurance know that. And the insurance know that. that when you park your shit in the hood, when your shit gets side swiped, stolen, broken into, oh, man. or whatever, your insurance go up. It ain't got nothing to do with you. You, right. You mind your business in your house. You come out in the morning, your car's gone. But yeah, I just paid insurance on this car when I bought this car. Mm. Yeah, I just bought this car with interest and percentage rates and taxes and everything. You forgot about that. Yeah, well, that's very important, too. Yeah. You got to so, in the budget. Um, I feel like I'm rapping like shit, but it's only me and you. <laughs> yeah, you can call in at 240-719-2560 for anything we've been talking about um, and, and, and keep us going, you know, so the rain got my shit wet, so you see a little few dark and damp spots on the hoodie, you know what I'm talking about, um, and just enjoy yourself, man, you know, y'all got something y'all want to talk about or engage in the conversation, 240 240- 719-2560. Feel free to call in. We open to all conversations. Now, if you're talking about licking the ass and sucking dick and all that, uh, you might be on the wrong station. But if you call, we might entertain it because we bored. But you on the wrong station. That's the after-hour show. That's very good. Nah, Saturday Night Live, so it go down. We just ain't got enough of us to keep each other going. Now the females ain't here, the homies ain't here. It's called One Man Band. But shit, I'm used to it, so it don't matter to me. I talk your head off if you listen. Can you put a paycheck with it? There you go. Can you uh, give me something to go with it? Because I got some ideas. Like, for real, I'm trying to stay away from a venture capitalist, and I'm really looking for sponsors, I mean, sponsorship or partnership programs with people that's really willing to invest into my ideas. I'm willing to sit down with you, put the paperwork together with you, and grow as a nation of people. I don't care about your nationality. Well, you're already thinking outside the box. It's a country music. You're going to bring it down here. So that's yeah, it's definitely in the making. Um, mm-hmm. it, it definitely, um, it's two avenues. One place, excuse me, one person that, we talking to, we'll make history with, being their first country show, being involved in the first country show here. Other person, they season vets with it, and they definitely, both of them definitely love the ideas. Know, you have to have a partner that know what they're doing with that. You know, there's all the artists and everything in the country. Uh, we, got, we got all that. Mm-hmm. 
We got all that. Cause we um connected worldwide far as in the music business. Mm -mm. Oh, you sure you want to send them to Southeast though? I'm yeah. not saying I'm just saying is there is there enough audience in there? You think Yeah. I, because one thing about it, yeah, right there where they going at, it might be in the hood, yeah. but on Saney's ground, yeah, they might find themselves locked in one of them abandoned buildings bullshitting with DC police. <laughs> <laughs> they can bust a move right there if they want to. Yeah. There's too many abandoned buildings that's part of the old St. E, St. Elizabeth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where they trying to do something, uplift the community, try to bring some positive community. Well, I just wanted to make sure your, uh, the investors get their money back, you know, being that the, um, you always want to make sure there's an audience for your, your, your venture capital or whatever you're doing, you know what I mean? Um, and it sounds like you got all this planned out, so I'm just asking. Yeah, everything definitely. All the T's are starting to get dotted. Yeah. I mean, all the T's are starting to get crossed. All the I's are starting to get dotted. Yeah. It's all on about the team. Yeah, it's yeah. all on about the management. It's all, because it's a lot of different variables. It's a lot of stuff that going behind the scenes that people don't know nothing about. And to, to discuss it with a, a a crowd of people or two live on the air. Well, you're not gonna put all that out there. No, nah, but it's a lot of work. Yeah. It's a lot of work. And even though I got a job, but it's this a whole nother job by itself. It is. It so really if is. I don't if I didn't have the time, like that's why I like my job now. Because I have the time to still deal with the people, help the people, uplift the people, you know, Tutor the people, you know, mentor the people, yeah, whatever yeah, I can yeah. do, and I still can be me. And, and still get a paycheck in the meantime. Still get a paycheck in the meantime. Yeah. You know, so I, I, I can't do nothing but take my hat off to that because I ain't out here busting my ass no. for a little bit of money but and ain't happy at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, that means a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What you choose to do to make your money, because I, I know people that do make good, good money, but at the end of the day, miserable, you know, you got to have that balance in life, or they, or they come back to a situation at home and they don't, they don't like it, you know. See, when you say balance, mm -hmm. you got to balance yourself within. Mm. You got to find your peace and find your balance within. So, so you can kind of be at peace even in a rainstorm, it might be raining outside. Yeah, because at the end of the day, mm -hmm. it's always going to be somebody in your circle that try to disrupt that. Or be jealous of that, or be hating on that, or not comfortable with that, or or yeah, something. Yeah. Even if they don't mean it intentionally, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it could be indirectly. But it's always somebody in a circle to do that. Yeah, man, I just lost a, a good friend lately. Now he ain't died nothing like that, but he took me himself out of the circle. You know what I'm saying? And it felt. So how you lose him? I mean, just over something petty, you know, a little money. Here and there, and I, I pay for everything. You know what I'm saying? But when it came time to get, get back, he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. But that, I don't know how much. I paid you. You know what I'm saying? You know my mama. I know your mama. So wait a minute. You know. So wait, wait, wait a minute. Because I, I've been before. Yeah. Um. I don't know how much. Nah, I don't know how much money it was. I don't really want to know. It, it was very. No, very I, I really don't want to know. It ain't my business. But what I'm saying is that mm -hmm. even though I got shouts, I gave a shout out to my father today on his birthday. Yeah. 
Me and my father went through a lot of shit before he passed. And I was just so blessed and fortunate to have enough time or the opportunity to talk to him and squash our differences before he passed. And it just so happened I happened to do it a day or two before he passed. You see what I'm saying? And, and that's some time that I can never get back. Right. You know, and life is too short. Life is, is too precious. People in your life for reasons, seasons, and everything else. So, so on that note, right, I had to understand that maybe this season has come to a close. Now, I'm not going to force it, right? But at the same time, I got to be wise and protect myself. True, so you outgrew. He, he, he put himself in a position where you outgrew. Because he showed, he showed signs of disloyalty. Yeah, and then some of those signs were there before, but you kind of like, Never paid no attention. This is just my home, and you know what? Things just water under the bridge. You know, so we had a big falling out before, but we got back to And I had to tell him, I said, I'm not going to be in the streets trying to scrap you. Maybe when we were kids, I'd look for you. And but you know what? I'm a fucked up type of dude, and I say that because... Um, you got to get revenge. You got to... No, no. Mm -mm. In my my younger years, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but if you show me who you are, how can I be mad? And in fact, it felt like a little bit of a weight off my shoulder, right? Yeah. Now I don't even have to worry about it. I already know. Yeah, you know but if you show me who you are, and you giving me the chance, or you just letting it be known. Yeah. And if it, I don't follow or put protection on myself or my spirit or my yeah. My energy or, or whatever. Then you will leave me to get shot up in the streets and not really care to do F about it. Leave me hung out to dry. Yeah. But just the principle about it says, you know what, I can definitely No, see but you. see, the majority of people that sting a person, they start small. Yeah. Look yeah. at look at scammers. Yeah. They start small with sting you all oh, if we get a penny from a million people, we got a million off. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let's start small. So it started with small shit. It started with small shit, and you gotta watch the circle and the the, the groups and the yeah, shit they be and, in. And then, and then sometimes they'll be like that with their other friend or somebody reach you that you know, and they'll be like, yeah, woof 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 woof. I'm gonna woof off about this other person. You don't think they talk about you when when you in around? You know what I'm saying? No question. So so. No question. I, that's, I don't but want to entertain it. I watch that. It's something about. I forgot, I don't know if it was Nas or somebody. Mm -hmm. But if you're talking about me when I'm not around, mm -hmm. and talk reason about me when I'm not around, mm -hmm. and can't say it in my face, mm -hmm. you classified as a bitch in my eyes. Mm -hmm. I mean, a sucker, a bitch, hoe, whatever you want to put it. But at the same time, yeah. I understand you might be going through something and just had a moment. That's what I'm saying. If you're expressing yourself off just talking, water cooler talking, all right. If every other time come around, you got something to say about him, her, whoever's not there, you got something to say about. Then you start to put two and two together and say, you know, I'm not always there. He either. Do you feel this way about me or do you think this way about me? And nah, that's what I'm You got to put yourself in a, you got to, nah, you got to put yourself in a position to see it for yourself. Because mm -hmm. uh, uh, if you come around and you talk about everybody else, mm -hmm. either he the problem, or he putting you on point. You see what I'm saying? So therefore, you can't bet down the fact that somebody's telling you everything that's going on. You can't turn a blind eye to that. You, you can't. You 
You gotta pay the attention, but until you know the truth, don't don't let your you know what I'm don't let your left hand know what your right hand doing. Yeah, or that they know. Like I know you're a snake, but I don't necessarily have to advertise that. I'll let you go ahead and do your thing. Now you True. might call me up and True. say, "Look, I want to do some slithering with you." Nah, I'm, I'm cool. I'm alright. You know what I'm saying? You ain't gonna do no slithering with me because I don't want that type of shit around me. Type of shit around me now, like man, like. But that's, that's like G code, and a lot of people ain't saying that, knowing that, understanding that, until it's too late, till they you know get locked up and the man snitching on them. They code, they, they, they think they code even they ain't code. They broke the code of silence, the old murder. They broke the code of silence. Mm -hmm. You break that code, that's they lucky it ain't the eighties or nineties. They lucky it's two thousand eighteen. Because a lot of them niggas is getting exposed. I had to, I, I, I had to tell my, I have a little niece that she went uh, told on me about smoking weed or something like that. So uh, was I, it to somebody like the PO or something like no, that? No, no, it was, it was the big mama. You know. Oh, that shit ain't about me. Yeah, but I just, but I made a point. Like I didn't yeah, really have to yeah. say that. But, but you had to teach her a lesson. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I at least had to address it. Like this is a small thing. This is with your family five, right? But later on in school, you just can't be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no question. Yeah, especially when it ain't got nothing to do with your business, young lady. Yeah, no question. <laughs> you know. And at the end of the day, like, it's about each one, teach one, like you said, and it's about uplifting the nation of people. Yeah. You know, and at the end of the day, I can't save everybody. No. Even if this shit fall in place like I wanted to, and I make some power moves happen, mm -hmm. and I, I make the money come back that I'm expecting to see or want to see, or it can surprise me. Guess what they gonna do when I pull through the hood? How the fuck you get a Ferrari? Oh, they gonna be hating. Nah, let me drive it, let me do this, let me do that, or where can I get one from? If I can't get one from there, what's up with you? You right, why you don't answer my calls more, nigga? What's up? They gonna have all sorts of questions. Where you been at? How can I get with you? They, they might skip some of the basics because I've been around. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? But at the same time, when I put up in the car, man, now they be. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, nah, nah, you know what I do? I do like this back at them. Man, let me pull off. And it ain't got nothing to do with me as far as individual credibility wise. It's the fact that y'all doing some shit that I can't relate to. So. Let me pull out. Yeah, but see, but they don't have to hate on you just because y'all might have gone two separate uh, ways at some point, mm -hmm. you know? And I don't understand. I was like, I have an issue with somebody at 7-Eleven around my job. Bunch of Ethiopians in there. I never did nothing to them. But every time I go in there and try to get cash back because the guy that pays me always wants to go in there and he never has the correct change. So he goes, and they always... Take give it. a hard time. Right. And I don't understand it. Right? And then they'll look at me like I'm some sort of dirty dog or something. You know what I mean? And I'm nah, like, because okay. you are with the company you keep. Mm -hmm. So if you keep a bunch of cruddy buddies around you, mm -hmm. you are the company you keep. You know what? I, I respect every man I, I, I see on face value until they give me a reason not to. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I had to learn to speak up even when I didn't want to. You know, the money might be short. You don't really want to have this conversation. 
Right. But I gotta have this conversation. Right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. Or whatever it may be. Right. And you just, and so sometimes there are equitable ways to do it. You know, hey brother, how you doing today? Everything all right with you? You know, you might start with that and you know, and say, Well, I'm trying to get down the street, but I'm a little feeling like you got that money, you owe me. You know what I'm saying? There's ways to do it without being like literally which I told you more money, you know. So how to learn how to deal with people is a skill in itself. You know what I'm saying? All day in the paint. I never understood why people choose the hard route instead of the sometimes you gotta be a little rough. I get that. Especially when you're dealing with knuckleheads in the street. I get it. I you know get what I'm saying? It. Sometimes you, you gotta look, nigga. This is not what we doing X, Y, and Z. I'm still with you. You my boy, but we not doing that. We doing this. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and like I said, the, the, the game nowadays is a whole different game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I bring my brothers on the show and show them something different because. In no, all honesty, like, I ain't on nobody's show. Keon, Keon hit me to the show. Yeah. I saw and I, I knew it was moving mm-hmm. because I, I saw a lot of people come to the show. But when he hit me to it, he's like, man, I know Rez, I could do this, I could do that. Yeah. I'm like, well, if you could do that, get the show. Boom, right? Because right. also at the time, we was doing a show at Cheers on MLK. Uh-huh. And we was doing... um. I must have got that fast. But you was already doing it. Yeah, we was already doing it. So that's right. So it wouldn't have been a big deal to come over here and kind of do it. Did they have video with it too? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you end up over here, but you still um, got ties over there? or? I got ties in a lot of places, but um, how, it, how it worked out, it changed. I mean, I can't remember exactly what's what because I've just been all over the place. But well, what's in the future for you right now? What's in the future for me is this country music show. There you go. Me pulling this off will really bring me back to where I need to be. Me putting together the events and the, and the atmosphere and the crowds and the venues is where I need to be right now. Mm-hmm. Me getting, make sure artists can distribute their music to a thousand or better plus online sites. It's where I'm at. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because what you invest in yourself and do for yourself, they're not gonna take it to the next level. I'm not gonna sit around on no buy corners, blocks or whatever, mm-hmm. waiting on no odds. Wait, yeah, right. <laughs> Cause you wanna live a fantasy life. Yeah, and I ain't got time. Now we can schedule some time, but I can't, you know, I had a couple of artists come through and they thought because they thought in their mind they was the shit, I'm supposed to fall in line, you know what I'm saying, and just be waiting for them, like, they do things like, uh, come late to the scheduled time, but when they roll up, they call, I come upstairs, and they just out smoking cigarettes, so now I gotta wait another 10 minutes in the cold for them to finish their cigarettes. No question. You know, and so I would think about that, look at that, I said, well, how serious are you, because I'm in game mode right now. Yeah, you, you better, know yeah, yeah. You I'm gonna let you in, we're gonna do this, woo, 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 but you are, are having fun and trying to, you know, and I'm like, no, nah, that's not, you know, but if I say something about it, all of a sudden I gotta be. You now know, that's a problem. That was that was a problem, right? Because you, know? you spoke up about it. Because I spoke up about it. So you learn little ways. But what were you supposed to do if you didn't? That's what I'm saying. Sit here by the time if that happens four or five times in a day. You they done got six seven hours out of you that they ain't paid for. You know, and I'm a private person too. So don't call me up and just want to bump gums for six hours about what you want to do or dream about doing. 
I, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I You wasting my time. I mean I have no problem playing in the plot, but No, I'm still wasting my time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I need some mm. action and execution. That's it. And uh that's all they get there. I know this talented brother, this he's an African dude too, you know. Uh God bless him. He done seen a lot in his life, you know. Mother, father killed, he came from the war zones, this, that, and the other. Uh, long story short, and he makes the bangingest beats ever. I mean, he, he good at what he do. No question. But, okay. What's the catch? What's the catch? Woo, there's all that other stuff that goes along. First of all, he's annoying as hell. But, you know, you kind of work Never around it sometimes. You, you know, some people like that. But it's just a whole lot of, I'm, I'm not your therapist, so don't talk to me for a half hour about your problem. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then I can't connect with you on this music because you're still trying to sell your beats for five hundred dollars, even though you know me. Why don't you just give it to me for free? We work to get this together, and when the money come in, then we make it. You always sell the beat eight times over to somebody else. That's not a problem. But I have to get these people to understand. And, and, and we're all grown, right? So I'm not like saying just give me your your hard on work for free. But there are some ways we can come together. You got music. I got a studio. You have some artists in mind, or I have some artists in mind, so let's all put that in the pot together instead of you just trying to get rich off of me. You know what I'm saying? Like last time he came in town, and um, I had some artists over the studio, and he wanted to come over so bad, so I was like, well, just come over while I got these artists over. Artists needed video work. He does video work. So I said, artist, meet such and such, go get your video. And he made $300 off of that real quick. You know what I'm saying? Whoop, 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 whoop. I, ain't, I ain't get none of that. I ain't asked for none of that. Why? Can I use three hundred dollars or some portion of? Yes. <laughs> okay. No question. You know what I mean? Yeah, but no it was question. more important to me, A, to serve my clients and they now have, you know, another outlet for them to but it was also important to me that you get your bag too. I'm not trying to you know what I'm saying? And I was directly responsible for that particular bag, but you go ahead and get your bag too. You know? So <clears throat> dealing with people, man, and I try not to be too greedy about shit. You know. Because uh, it's not all about the money all the time, but um, you gotta you gotta speak up, you know. And then I'm the type of person. Look, you did, if you if you mess with me today and it don't work, I'm not gonna chase you down. I just won't get with you tomorrow, you know. And I never put out more than I can stand to lose. And all of those principles, you yeah, you know, usually all right, you know. And then you gotta move in positivity. If I can. Make sure everything I do is in earnest and positive. I mean, in other words, I'm not scheming or trying to figure out how I can, you know, trick this lady out of her panties, trick this man out of his money. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You do it like that, you, you, nine times out of ten, you're going to end up on the positive side of the street. So I can go to places that are kind of crazy and not have to worry about carrying a gun or something like that. Because God got my back. You know what I mean? And that's just my little bit of opinion on, on how to, we just chopping it up, talking. You know, talking some shit. Mm. We're gonna take commercial break. This is pound food. Mm. Let's take commercial break. We're gonna get back right back at you. Tune in each and every Saturday from 9 to 11. Make sure you tune in. I had my head down because I was in deep thought thinking about next issues and uh, get back with us. Like I don't ride around with extended clips. And them bitches hot. I was with you though. Got them chopping out the dot. Brown represent a nigga till the day I drop. Niggas talking like they know me, fabricating like they owe me. Impatient like Kobe, it's my time, my time. 
your head crack. Run around with a fake strap. Okay. Fuck that, we stay strapped. Run up on me, get face flat. At a prime box, where you headed at? Fuck you and your team. That pussy nigga try me. That fuck nigga got brains. Yeah, I'm a boss nigga. Till the day I drop I gave it to him non-stop Molly Wapa got a drop Mask on, no flip-flop Just run and shoot, nigga, fuck the cop okay. Ain't no catching me, you know it, G I be in the spot I'm a hot nigga, top nigga Goons hold the Glock I be killing niggas, literally Bodies never stop Got your bitch right now, she sucking me Just like a lollipop I'm a savage nigga, all right niggas Don't know how to stop I'm Nick Jason type Can't kill me, I come back to life Freddy, I'm the Eddie, got Yelling gang gang, they was wild until they seen us mount up. The 
infatuated with the money, yeah. Fascinated by your bitch, yeah. Told her like I would have clothes off, dilated in the whip, yeah. Haters think I'm about to doze off, concentrated by the grip, yeah. $100,000 whip, yeah. Lazy vision on the fit, yeah. $20,000 wrist, yeah. Still grinding out the ditch, yeah. Money counter got a full of ring of face, same color as the grits, yeah. Old money getting new money, got blue faces in the grip, yeah. Stick talking, any bitch talking about any problems with the click, yeah. Switch sides, got mild ties, some certified with the shit, yeah. Down bad, ain't going back, staying on top like Mitch, yeah. See me mobbing on these niggas, got, got, got it popping on these niggas. Then we sliding on these niggas, money mob, you don't want no problem with my niggas. Run it up, run it up, run it up. Yeah. Fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up. Yeah. Popping them bands, now count it up. Yeah. Ain't dropping no bands, we pile them up. Moving, mobbing, making money. Moving, mobbing, making money. Run it up, run it up, run it up. Yeah. Fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up. Yeah. Popping them bands, now count it up. Yeah. Ain't dropping no bands, we pile them up. Moving, mobbing, making money. Moving, mobbing, making money. It's funny when you see your haters hating on you because they know a nigga rich. Remember when I used to see him, they ain't even ever used to say shit. Now I'm sliding in the bins, all black with the rims. Bad bitch and a friend, head blowing in the wind. Glock on me at extend, FaceTiming while I hit. Yeah, nigga ain't shit. Money walking through the bricks. Hate to see a nigga band up. Y'all ain't seen shit. I ain't even book a show yet. When I do ape shit, all my niggas stay lit. I ain't never been a bitch. Stay busting out the clip. I'm a winner, you exist. Stay showing at the tip. Money mob is in the mix. Send the word, you a bitch. Thanks for everybody that's been tuning in and watching. You know, um, I just nodded off for a minute. Live on the air, that's embarrassing. But, um, you know, uh, the conversations got deep. Yeah, the conversation got a little deep, and I put my head down. I was in deep thought. Thinking about some things, he was asking me some questions and I ain't respond. So, um, you know, I, I just uh, fell back. Nah, they ain't catch it, but um, <laughs> for the ones who caught it, you know, uh, I apologize. You know, my my respect squad to y'all for paying attention and watching. But, um, man, we coming 2019. This our year. Saturday Night Live, you can catch it each and every Saturday from 9 11. Tune in. Please donate to the youth um, by the 20th of December, you know, so we can put a smile on somebody's face for Christmas, you know, so we can make somebody day, so we can get somebody some hygiene, toothpaste, deodorant, soap, whatever. Yeah, they definitely need it, you know. It ain't got necessarily be for the kids. It could be for the youth, or it could be for the people, the homeless people. You know, it could be for the people who need shoes, clothes, whatever. We not really asking for clothes or shoes but if you got this bed you know it, it can go to good use you know what i'm saying um somebody yeah somebody definitely need more than we do um it's still raining outside drive safe be careful you know don't uh speed watch out for these commissary age drivers or dime snatchers or uh cab drivers we shooting at the cab drivers you know well, um you know, pay homage to the homies, man, that's really trying to do something positive with the community. You know, um, you might don't agree with everybody's behavior, language, or disposition, or courage, or however you want to put it, but, you know, um, each one teach one. Only way we can uplift the nation of people is less we um, contribute. You know, um, 
December December 20th, it's a video shoot coming up. The Moore's doing a video shoot with Mob Lowe, you know, and Mob Lowe is a, a Moab brother who is, uh, his gift is more like Tupac or Biggie, a little vice versa, you know what I'm talking about? And he's very talented, and he's dropping Jews, he's dropping signs, he's bringing to the, the rap community what's been missing, like a Nas type of brother. Because Nas' latest album actually sound good. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, I ain't heard the new Eminem. Yeah, I really But new Nas, new Gucci, you know. I'm saying, I'm, I'm waiting to bend prayers for somebody like that to come back. I, now, I like the Gucci, and I definitely love Nas. So I'm just waiting for somebody a little more confident. Well, nah, Nas is actually, Nas is going in this time. Okay. He's really not holding no punches, and that's why he's a lot, a, a real underrated. Yeah, Nostradamus and Ill, Illmatic yeah. and all that, like, mm-hmm. Nas did his thing. Well, but, when he came out, nobody before him, uh, two of the other brothers before him, um... I mean, when you talk about Nas, you got to talk about brothers like Con- Common. Common, you had, um, he was like, so by the pound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, You know, but um, shout to uh, yeah, the Queensbridge, shout yeah, Coogee Rap brothers yeah, like that. Rap yeah, the yeah, boys. diamond rings, real niggas yeah. do real things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They don't make music like that Shit anymore. ain't never gonna change. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's give them this space though. The new artists. You know yeah. Nah, the new artists doing their thing. It's just for they area. I yeah. mean, they're er. My fault. I ain't gonna say area. I'm gonna say er or er. Earlier too, you can say that too because I mean, certain areas people do some different shit. Yeah. But um, keep your identity, keep your your history, your culture. Mm-hmm. You know, um, rap about your era because we had shooters, hobo, four dimensions. We are one. You know, and, and you know, clothing lines like that, like rugged wear and different clothing lines like that back in the day. You know what I mean? That's, that identified us as Washingtonians yeah. or, or DMV, I should say. You know what I mean? Like uh, uh, um, Universal Sports, Wallux, shout out to Alabama Avenue. You know what I mean? Shout out to the whole Southeast, Bennett Road. You know what I mean? Um, shout out to the whole uh, Parkland area, Farms, you know, uh, the Valley Green. You know, all that whole little South Side area. Shout out to the brothers. You know, um, but I don't give a fuck where you from, whether it's 640, you know, Uptown, uh, 35, 00. You know, wherever you from, man, if y'all got some ideas, y'all want to come on the hood, y'all want to come on the radio show, y'all want to market, manage, promote, you know, um, get your ideas out there. New businesses, small entrepreneurs, Small business administration, people that's coming into the game, um, restaurants, artists, you know, painters. Uh, I don't care fuck if you walk dogs. <laughs> Keto, shout out to my sister Buttons and T.A.N. Gilmore. You can find a product on T.A.N. Gilmore Facebook, you know, to uh, help brothers with losing weight and getting their health back together. Shout out to Marco Solar. Demago Solar, shout out to the greatness. 
Um, shout out to different clothing organizations in the neighborhood that help us keep our identity. Shout out to the brothers in the neighborhood and the communities that's really reaching out, trying to save the communities and uplift the communities. You know, um, everybody got to walk they walk how they walk it. You know, and, and at the end of the day, um, if you're doing something positive, we support it. Doing something negative, I mean, I really don't knock it, but if you got to take care of your family, no question. But if, if you're doing something to uplift your family, take care of your family, however you got to do it, because we already know it's, it's hard to find jobs. We already know that unemployment rate is high, but at the same time, it's low as far as salary rates and, and paying the black Asiatic people, Negroes, color black, whatever you want to call them, you know, even though it's derogatory words placed upon us, but, you know, um, man, the brothers doing what they got to do to survive to take care of home. You know, um, shout out to uh, uh, the, the, the city council members or the, matter of fact, happy birthday, uh, James Butler, up and coming person running for mayor, you know, trying to put the people first. You know, he just had a birthday yesterday. Um, you know, and, and like like I said, man, you know, we can all come together as a nation of people to uplift each other. No. 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 I'm 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 really uh I'm on strategic can do ideas for a beautiful outcome. And the breakdown of that is Skibo Records. Strategically can do ideas for a beautiful outcome. S K I B O. You know what I mean? So Yeah, that that you know, that's that's where I'm at. You know, we believe in artists, we believe in talent, we believe in upcoming businesses, we believe in creativity. You know, so at the end of the day, it's about uplifting our people and it starts at home first. And it starts at home first because there's a lot of dysfunctional homes that need guidance and assistance. If you need it, show lean on somebody to talk to. We got programs and mentors and organizations that can help. You know, um, brothers getting uh, reintegrated with society, with uh, reentry or halfway house or coming straight home from the feds or the state or whatever. Man, we got avenues to help. You know, you want to uh, get your license straight and you got tickets only in D.C., you can go to Mayor's Office of Returning Citizens and get your uh, license expunged where you better get your license, but you might have to pay our, uh, uh, the tax, tax collectors or the tax agency um, something to get your license. You know, housing, housing still fucked up. We all know that. We're going to keep it 100. But you got Friendship Place. You got um, Second Chance, you got Sega Genesis, you got, I said, no, Second Genesis. No, okay. <laughs> I said Sega Genesis. But you got different um, outlets. outlets to use to your advantage. You got Project Empowerment, you got uh, DOES. You know, you take advantage of these programs, man, and, and do what you need to do. Man, we catch our next Saturday from 9 to 11, each and every Saturday. We're going to have a hot house next week. And, man, catch us next Saturday. 
Tune in, Rock Slave, We Got the Power, Serving Live, Steve O'Reilly, Mr. Dustin, Studio Don, we will I can't trust these niggas cause they feel some type of way Post it up on 50, it my niggas really gon' spray Mama keep on crying cause I'm really stuck up in my way Told my mama I ain't gon' change cause I'm in this game Niggas talking about they live this life like they don't really hang Calling up fucking yak, I swear to God he gon' bring Swear to God I'm throwing up my bees cause I go insane Free the fucking game, my niggas know I stay up in my lane Lot of niggas don't wanna stand where I came from Lot of niggas don't know, man I'm street famous Man I'm locked up for a year, niggas ain't really care Now I'm back up in that cell, niggas they gon' really care Cause I'm touching down, bout to give them motherfucking hell Shout out fucking J Money, swear to God he never tell Man I really got that grass, so you know you like that smell Swear to God, rest in peace to Turk and motherfucking bells Applying pressure to these niggas, that's when niggas get the voting up I know niggas plotting, that's why niggas keep the burners tough Niggas tired of starving, so I cop some work and bag it up Started really hitting, had the older niggas mad as fuck I've been through it all, sometimes I just feel like giving up Never folded up in situations, I just sucked it up Nigga been earned this reputation, had to muscle up Me and bro was on the track, jumping, call it double dutch We been in the mess since we was kids, this shit ain't new to us I swear to God, this shit a nigga did, I'm feeling ruthless, bruh Gotta make a way for all my niggas, we gon' run it up Let a nigga play bent, we burn them like a open cut I thought I want these niggas, told these niggas not to Fuck with us, I got a couple bitches, couple bitches that'll set you up. Couple niggas snake me, but it's cool, cause I don't give a fuck. I got a lot of murder on my conscience that I think about. What you know about trapping just to put some food up in the house? What you know about sitting in that cell?